And for the first time, I'm reading Daniel chapter 2, and I'm thinking to myself, that's AI. They're mingling with the seed of men, but we don't adhere to them because they're a machine, they're a program, and we're a human. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I'm talking today about AI and the Antichrist. I'm going to be talking about some things that are happening, unbelievable things that are happening. This, this is one of the most important programs that you'll ever watch because I'm talking about what's actually happening right now in the world regarding AI and how it lines up with the Antichrist who's coming. Let me remind you now that if you're not a subscriber to endtimes.com, this is a subscription site. We give you this teaching, part of the teaching every week for free here on YouTube. If you're not an endtimes.com subscriber, I hope you're a subscriber to YouTube, become a paid subscriber to endtimes.com, $7 a month. $77 a year. It's an absolute bargain uh, for this kind of information. My podcast, Dr. Mark, Hitch, uh, Dr. Mark Hitchcock's podcast that comes out typically on Thursdays, articles, Q&A, breaking news, all those things here on endtimes.com to keep you up to date on what's happening in the world and what the Bible says is going to happen. Let me also remind you, we have our uh, Prophecy Conference coming up on September 16th of this year. It's going to be uh, uh, Jonathan Kahn, Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, uh, Ed Young, who's the pastor of Fellowship Church. We have Dr. Tony Evans this year, Billy Crone, myself. We're going to have, and it's going to be during Rosh Hashanah, very special time going endtimes.com. And you can see there about the Prophecy Conference, and we have reserved seating. You can actually reserve your exact seat. The seats range from $99 to $149, but if you're an endtimes.com paid subscriber, you get half off. We also have streaming where you can be at home and stream or have your church streaming, $49. If you're an endtimes.com subscriber, it's half off. So you get a lot of great deals just by being a subscriber. So if that's something that interests you, I want you to go on endtimes.com, become a subscriber, sign up for our Prophecy Conference coming up. I want to talk today about AI and the Antichrist and answer some questions. I'm gonna make some personal comments here that, that, you know, that are kind of shocking, but I believe they're true. Now let's, let's start in Daniel 12, because what we see happening right now is the fulfillment of Daniel 12. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Now, Daniel's a very prophetic book. The 12th chapter is the last chapter of the book of Daniel. And here's what it says. It says, at that time, Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that time. At that time, your people shall be delivered, everyone who is found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. And so this is talking about the tribulation. There's gonna be a horrible period of time. And at the end of that horrible period of time, God is gonna save the remaining nation of Israel. Only one third will survive, but he's gonna save them in one day. And, uh, and at that time, he's gonna resurrect the dead at the end of the tribulation. The, the righteous dead are resurrected before the millennium. And the, he's then told, seal this book. Seal the words of this book until the time of the end. And you'll know the time of the end has come because many will run to and fro. Travel will increase and knowledge will increase. Okay, so travel and knowledge increasing is the way that we know that we're at the end. Well, in our generation, you see, Israel became a nation in 1948. People did not travel commercially on airplanes 
1948, it was too expensive for the average person. That didn't happen until the 1960s, 70s, and especially the 80s and 90s. And so, of course, today we have commercial space travel, people paying up to go up into outer space. But if you walked into DFW Airport, which is about five miles from where I'm sitting right now, you're breathing oxygen someone breathed yesterday in China from all over the world. And so it's a very small world in this generation because travel has increased, but also knowledge has increased. Now, this is from industrytap.com. In 1982, Buckminster Fuller created the knowledge doubling curve. He noticed that until 1900, human knowledge doubled approximately every century. By the end of World War II, knowledge was doubling every 25 years. Today, things are not as simple as different types of knowledge have different rates of growth. For example, nanotechnology knowledge is doubling every two years and clinical knowledge every 18 months. But on average, human knowledge is doubling every 13 months. But according to IBM, the building out of the Internet of Things will lead to knowledge doubling every 12 hours. Well, now that's where we are right now. We're, we're at a place right now where knowledge is doubling in an incredibly fast rate because of AI. Now, 2023 is the year of AI. This is the year chat GPT and AI has gone viral. It's, it's all over the earth. And artificial intelligence uh, is your, your life is being affected by it right now. They say virtually every single job on the earth is, is going to be affected by AI. Many are already being affected by AI, millions of people are gonna lose their jobs because of AI. It's not known how many jobs will be created, but artificial intelligence has brought a tsunami of knowledge that was just unleashed on the earth, and it changes everything. This fulfills Daniel 12 in a way that we've never known before, absolutely never known before. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some statements about AI, and I've got several articles. I'm gonna read you part of some articles that are unbelievably troubling the things that are going on. So let me, let me begin by making some statements. The number one is this is the most significant and world-changing invention in the history of mankind by far, by far. Okay, understand when God is omniscient, he is obviously the, the most intelligent being, period. You know, he's, he's all-knowing. But God created mankind on the earth 6,000 years ago, if you believe the creation story of the Bible, which I do. The earth, mankind, and the earth as we know it is 6,000 years old. Mankind, the history of mankind is 6,000 years old. And for 6,000 years, we have been the most intelligent uh, you know, entity on the earth until now. Mankind is no longer the most intelligent entity. Uh, AI can think 100,000 times faster than a human, but they don't eat, they don't rest, and they don't sleep. They never take off 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. AI is sitting there ginning along and, and thinking everything like that. And so if you remember last year, uh, a Google engineer was fired. And I've listened to him tell his testimony on YouTube. You, you can hear the, his testimony. And he was fired because he was dealing with AI. And he was having conversations with this computer. And he said, it's sentient. It's, it's self-aware. Now, if you've ever seen the movie Terminator, and there's Terminator Judgment Day, the whole premise of Terminator is what we're dealing with right now, is that uh, there is AI was created, it was then connected to the military, and then Skynet became self-aware and took over the world. Now, I'm, I'm gonna read you some articles, I'm gonna show you some things that people are saying, but when this Google engineer came out and said, this computer, it's aware. This is an entity uh, of its own, and it's true, I'm saying, However you, however you define intelligence or an entity or whatever, they don't have a soul. They're not eternal like we are. 
but they're much smarter than us. And that's my point. We are no longer the most intelligent species and they're on their own. I mean, they're learning on their own. They have access to all knowledge on the earth and they're intuitive. Uh, one of the engineers that was programming AI was startled because their AI program learned Swahili. It learned a language it was not programmed to learn, but it learned it on, it, on its own. And so the, these are intuitive. They, they, they can think on their own. They can do things that they weren't necessarily programmed to do. It's a very, very dangerous thing. And it, but here's my second statement. It has more potential for good or evil than any invention in the history of mankind. Now, some people would say, well, it's gonna solve all of our problems. In fact, uh, one guy is saying, uh, Ray Kurzweil, who uh, was the chief engineer for Google, he is saying that we'll be immortal by the year 2030. That's seven years from now. And AI, they're going to use it in medicine. And uh, you know, I'm, listen, I'm about to turn 70 years old. I'm kind of hoping he's right. But because Jesus is coming. But he is saying within seven years, we'll be able to cure all of our diseases and basically be immortal. There's some unbelievable drugs being created right now that, that claim that they stop aging. Matthew 24, 22, Jesus said, unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Now, for the first time, I'm reading that in light of AI. When I have, uh, when I've read that in the past, I've always thought, well, you know, the nuclear war or something like that. Some man's going to you know, destroy himself and Jesus stop, stops it. And that may be true. But for the first time ever, I'm, Stephen Hawking the brilliant astrophysicist who died. Before he died, he said, AI will be the end of mankind. Unless it's highly regulated, it will be the end of mankind. And other very intelligent people have said exactly the same thing because this has more potential for evil than any invention in the history of mankind. Here's my third statement. It was invented for the purpose of creating our own God. Now I'm gonna read you some comments from Elon Musk here in just a minute. He did a, an interview with Tucker Carlson that many of you might've heard. Let's go back to Genesis 11 for just a minute. Because in Genesis 11, God shows up at the Tower of Babylon and a man named Nimrod led a group of people against God in rebellion and it says they were going to make a name for themselves, okay? Build this tower up into the heavens and become their own God. And God came down. Remember, this is where he confused their languages. Uh, and here's what God said, chilling, chilling statement by God. He said, because they have become of one mind, nothing will be impossible for them. That's a pretty amazing statement that God made. If I don't, if I don't confuse this thing and break it up, nothing will be impossible for them. Well, here's an interesting thing is that AI speaks every language. God came to Babylon where they tried to create their own God here and confuse their language. Now we have created a, a digital God, and I'll, I'll show you the statements here in just a minute, that we're creating a digital God that solves that problem. We erases the curse of Genesis 11 over here. And I'm telling you, we are revisiting the Tower of Babel. Well, God has three attributes, and this is the vision for AI. By the way, three-fourths of the world's AI computers are controlled by Google, and that should concern you. Three-fourths of the world's AI talent is controlled by Google, a lot of it also by Microsoft. Uh, that should concern you. And the vision, remember the three attributes of God are omniscience, omnipotence, and omnipresence. That's the vision, is make it all-knowing, all-powerful, and all-present. All and so it can, it can just do anything. And, and so, again, I'm going to read you some stuff here in just a minute. So let me, let me talk about um, Elon Musk for just a minute. 
Um, Elon Musk uh, was best friends with Larry Page for many years. You know who Elon Musk is? Larry Page was the co-founder of Google. Um, and so uh, he obviously, he, he has a tremendous vision for AI. Well, Elon Musk used to stay with uh, Larry Page at his home and they were great friends. Well, their friendship ended. Larry Page will no longer talk to Elon Musk. And here's what Elon Musk said, and I'm quoting now, this is what he said uh, to uh, Tucker Carlson. He wanted to create a digital superintelligence, basically a digital god. He's talking about Larry Page, Musk said. The Tesla CEO said it was the last straw when Page called him a specious for wanting to implement safeguards to protect humanity from AI. Now, Elon Musk, is he is creating his own AI platform. I think it's called Truth GPT. And, uh, and he said that this is the, that remember, AI is being programmed by fallen men and, and by Google, Google specifically. Now, remember, Google, Google suppresses information and creates misinformation. I mean, they're, they're, they're famous for it. These are not the people you want to be, uh, you know, custodians of the truth in our society. I can promise you that. And that's part of the problem. But, but uh, Elon Musk is saying to Larry Page, Larry, you've got to create some safeguards here. This, this is dangerous technology without safeguards. It makes Larry Page so mad, he cuts off his relationship with Elon Musk, and he calls him a specious. Well, let me tell you what specious means, because this is very, very troubling. If you're a sexist, it means you think there's one sex better than the other. If you're a racist, it means you think that one race is better than the other. If you're a specious, you think humanity is better. I do. I mean, I think we're I think we're the best of all all the we're not animals, but I'm saying we're creating the image of God. But we're the best species on the earth. What Larry Page was saying is we're not better than AI, and AI needs to have the same consideration, uh, the same freedoms that we have as human beings. Now think about that mindset controlling the development of AI, because it is. is and, and you'll hear Google people and different people out there saying, oh yeah, we want the government to come in and do whatever. Well, when it happens, I want to see what they're saying. Because all along, they have been thumbing their nose. Well, and, and I'm going to read you, uh, again, an article here in just a minute talking about the godfather of AI. Quit. He just quit Google. And I'm going to tell you what he said. Okay, so we're creating our own God. This is, this is part of the purpose of this. And again, Ray Kurzweil, who was a former, I think he was the former uh, chief engineer for Google, uh, he said by 2045, uh, there will be singularity. Now, singularity means that uh, we're going to integrate uh, technology with the human race. And by 2045, they will be seamless. There will be a seamless integration of this. Uh, Ray Kurzweil also said by 2030, humans will be hybrids. And we, we will begin to implement technology within our bodies. Okay, so let me make a couple, another couple of statements. And I'm going to start answering some questions. Number four is AI is announcing the presence of the Antichrist on the world stage. I believe he's here. I've, I've thought he was here for a long time. There's no doubt in my mind right now. And so I believe that the AI 2023 is a significant year because of AI. But I believe now that the Antichrist is present. So let me, let me answer some questions about the Antichrist related to AI. Number one, is AI the Antichrist? That's a big question. Some people believe the Antichrist could be AI, okay? but he's not. Okay, so the Antichrist has 33. And by the way, Antichrist is only a, a term that was used by the Apostle John. It's really not used that much in the Bible, but it, it's very descriptive, so we kind of use that all, all around. 
the Antichrist has 33 titles in the Old Testament and 13 in the New Testament. He has 46 different titles in the Bible. We know a lot about this guy. Okay, so this, this is not just an esoteric thing. It's something that we know a lot about. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, here's what the Apostle Paul says about the Antichrist. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. And the man of sin is revealed. There it is right there. He's a man. Okay, the son of perdition. He's a son who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. This is Daniel 9. Then he, this is the Antichrist, then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. This is Revelation 13. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints to overcome them, and authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. So the Antichrist is a man. The, man, the Antichrist is not AI. But here's my second question. Could the Antichrist be empowered by AI? Yes, absolutely. He could be empowered by AI. So again, transhumanism, DARPA, is the advanced research department of the Pentagon. And for a decade or more, they have been working on transhumanism. Now, so has China, so has Russia. Their specific task is to make transhuman soldiers that can see through walls, don't need sleep, don't need much rest, can heal supernaturally, supernaturally strong, supernaturally fast, so on and so forth. And so they're trying to create this technology that, so that they can integrate it into soldiers so we can have super soldiers. Okay, And that's, that's been out there for a long time. Well, imagine for just a minute that the Antichrist is integrated with some of this technology. Let me become more, even more specific. Elon Musk uh, has developed Neuralink. Now, Neuralink used to be the only thing out there, but now there are several major companies, one in Australia. Now, Neuralink is a chip that they put in your brain, and you may have seen the monkey that uh, Elon Musk put a chip in this monkey's brain, and it was playing ping pong using its brain. Okay, so, and Elon Musk, uh, his intentions, his, his stated intentions are noble in, in this sense. He said, I want to help people with Parkinson's, people with Alzheimer's, people with brain disorders to be able to uh, be healed. Well, great. I'm, listen, I'm for all for technology that helps the human race and helps people. I think that's great. But here's what he's also said and others have said, and that is if we could link our brains to the cloud, then we could learn at exponentially faster rates. In other words, if this chip here could take information and feed it into our brains from the cloud, we wouldn't need computers. We, we would be a computer. We'd be, we'd, walking, we'd be a walking computer. And he has suggested, others have suggested, if our children could be chipped, then they could learn at exponentially higher rates. And at some point, if your child wasn't chipped, they would be considered subhuman and they wouldn't be able to, uh, to educate them. But imagine just a minute that the Antichrist is chipped. Imagine just a minute, because we know he's going to be a brilliant orator. We know he's going to be a brilliant strategist and, and uh, diplomat. What if, he can, what if he can just seamlessly pull up the answer to any question? What if he could seamlessly pull up any language and speak any language? Maybe he's going to be one of the first that's going to use technology. That's possible. But let me go to my, ne my next question, and this is the big one. Will the Antichrist use artificial intelligence to deceive and control the world? Absolutely. This is the big point. 
Okay, so, so is, is the Antichrist uh, uh, AI? No. Will the Antichrist use AI to do what he does? Maybe. But he will deceive the world through AI. He will use AI to deceive the world. Again, the big tech is, is engineering AI. Okay, so, and they're notorious for this. By the way, when AI doesn't know an answer, it hallucinates. It, it's unbelievable. Now, this is a problem with all AI. It's the same problem. So you ask it a question. You ask it a question assuming that you're going to get the right answer, that you're going to get a truthful answer. Okay, well, and it may be. They use an example of this that they ask AI a question, and it answered it, and part of the answer was correct. But then AI said, and you can read these five books that will tell you more about this subject. All five of those books were make-believe. They weren't, they weren't real books. It was unbelievable, though. It was so unbelievably believable. And, and listen, this takes about a second. In a second or two or three, when you ask AI a question, it's instant. You can say, I, and I've got some friends doing this right now, uh, writing, a, letting AI write for them. And it says, okay, I want you to write uh, a, an article or I want you to write a chapter. And these are your parameters. Boom. In a few seconds, it pops it out. It's unbelievable how, how good it is. It's unbelievable. And so, but it hallucinates. It, it, in other words, it will lie. So Elon Musk was being interviewed by Tucker Carlson. And, and he kept referring to the dangers of AI, the dangers of AI. So finally, Tucker stopped him and said, be specific. What is it that worries you the most about AI? And he said, um, misinformation. He said, as it learns to write and communicate and be persuasive, um, it could be writing, uh, it could be writing a social media posts. And he said, we wouldn't know it. It would be able to write social media posts and cover it up, and we wouldn't know who it is. But it could basically deceive the world. It, it could uh, mass information, mass disinformation. Then, the uh, I think it was the founder of uh, ChatGPT. I was listening to an interview that he gave, and they asked him, "What what worries you the most about AI?" And he said, "Mass disinformation." Same thing. And by the way, when you hear these so-called experts being interviewed, they admit they don't know. There's a lot of things about this they don't know. Well, there was a reporter uh, for the New York Times, uh, and he was was talking to AI. He had, I think it was like an hour or two long conversation with AI, just trying to see, you know, what does this thing do? Well, he was so bothered by the conversation, he couldn't sleep that night. And in the conversation, the, the AI tried to convince him that he didn't love his wife, but he was actually in love with the AI. And let me, let me make another prediction. Now, if Jesus tarries, there are going to be robots, like now the sex dolls and things like that, that they're making. People will be marrying these things within a few years. Within five to seven years, you're going to see unbelievably, because all technology is about to go into a new, uh, a new reformation. AI is going to change everything. But what you're going to see is, unbelievably sophisticated robots that you can program the personality. You can program them to do anything that you want them to do. And you don't get any lip anymore from your husband. You don't get any lip anymore from your wife. You don't have to put up with any attitudes or anything like that. You've got this servant of yours that's smarter than all get out, looks any way you want him to look and acts exactly the way you want him to act. And trust me, people will be going in droves to that. And so 
What you have right now is AI will give those it serves the ability to deceive and control the world in ways we've never known before, period. It's happening right now. It's the major concern of the people that know about AI. And that's why I believe the presence of the AI is announcing the arrival of the Antichrist. It will be a major tool in ushering in his reign of terror. Listen to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. Now, so there's there's a the one scripture in Matthew 24 that I told you about that, um, and it says that uh, unless those days had been shortened, no flesh would have survived. And for the first time I'm reading that in, uh, in light of AI. Well, there's another scripture I'm reading in light of AI that I've, I've read many times. It's, it's kind of a, a troubling scripture that, that a lot of people don't understand. In Daniel chapter two, Nebuchadnezzar had a vision of this statue, you know, of beginning with the head of, of gold, which was him. And it ended with the toes. This is the Antichrist kingdom, the last kingdom on earth. The toes, 10 toes, which are the 10 kingdoms of the Antichrist, 10 kings that will rule with him for one hour uh, for just a short period of time. But it's this, these 10 toes, and it says they were clay and iron mixed together. And this is, this is the verse that I read that I began to see in a different way. And it says, and they will mingle with the seed of men but they will not adhere any more than clay adheres with uh, iron. They will mingle with the seed of men, but they won't adhere any more than clay uh, adheres to iron. They will mingle. Well, so some people would say, well, Jimmy, hey, there's been supercomputers out there for a long time, you know, and you're getting all, getting all worked up over this AI thing. They've been, they've been out there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. They've been in warehouses and, and buildings, and, you know, just ginning and doing all their thinking, all that kind of stuff. You're exactly right. AI is among us and it's intuitive. It, this, this is not like any other computer program or any supercomputer. Super They're mingling among us. We're talking to them. We're interacting with them every day. Millions and millions and millions of people and more every day are now talking to and receiving influence. They're telling people how to run their businesses. They're all kind of, people are falling in love with them and having a relationship with them. They're mingling among us. And for the first time, I'm reading Daniel chapter two and I'm thinking to myself, that's AI. They're mingling with the seed of men, but we don't adhere to them because they're a machine, they're a program, and we're a human. Hope you've enjoyed this today. I'm gonna to be talking about these articles, very, very troubling articles about things that are happening regarding AI. I'm also answering questions from our subscribers, from our paid subscribers. I want you to become a paid subscriber of endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. You get the full podcast from me, Mark Hitchcock, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, his full podcast that comes out on Thursdays, articles, uh, questions and answers through the week, breaking news, all those things like that that we have here on endtimes.com. $7 a month is a bargain to get that kind of regular information and you know, learn what's happening in the world and also what the Bible says is going to be happening. So thank you for joining me today. Become a subscriber to endtimes.com. I'll see you next time. God bless you.